It's live now. It's live. It's recording now. So it's actually. Well, we'll just cut in whenever we actually start. Hey everyone. Hey guys. Strictly doing thirty minutes, no more, no less. Thirty minutes. It is. That's how we're paid for. All right. So this is that awkward moment. Yeah. We don't know really what to say. It's gonna so, be the worst podcast in the world. It probably is. This first one's gonna be terrible. Essentially, be like our bad. kids' YouTube videos and just be like, "Hey guys." Yeah. I'm Kurt. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? My name's Kurt. I'm John. Welcome to Stacking Stubs, presented by Ticketboard. This is the inaugural podcast. The app was something we always wanted to do, so we figured we'd throw this in there and tell you guys what the app is and a little bit about us, why we started it, and kind of where we want to go with this thing. So, yeah. So why uh, why did we start this? Because nobody else did, I guess. Right? We had this idea for ten years. Nobody ever made it. So that's true. I really wanted it for myself more than anything. So I feel like you're getting a lot of use out of it already too. It's kind of cool to yeah. see because I'm not I'm not at that point yet, but no, I had a lot of events saved. So right. Um, so this thing really started because we we used to uh, put our old ticket stubs on a cork board in our bedrooms when we were young. Yep. Um, Kurt and I have been friends for I don't know 20, 25 years now at this point. So we've talked about this for a long time, and we used to go to a lot of events together and a lot of fun stories throughout those events, and just want to remember them. It's the reason we go to all these things, right? To remember them. Absolutely. Someday and have some fun. So we had this idea for an app. What if we could save our, our ticket stubs? Because we saw that things are kind of going digital. And the idea of going through thousands and thousands of pictures on your camera roll just just to try to find that one picture, that one event from that concert you went to 10 years ago just seemed like there had to be a better way. So we had the idea. We talked about it for a couple of years. I don't know how many times did we start this thing and then just kind of <laughs> fall off and never do anything. Yeah. Numerous times. And then uh, I don't know why someday I think I was down in Florida for work and I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to email somebody in Fiverr and see what it would take to make it. And that's when we found our guy I seen. And I guess we'll talk a little bit about how this whole thing went down. And yeah, I don't yeah, know. no, I think you want to jump into that later. I don't know. I don't know. I think you pretty much nailed it, though, like why we got started with it. The process so far is is also been rather interesting, if <laughs> to say the least started with Fiverr and then decided to, uh, like you said, you reached out to somebody, we found a developer and things kind of seemed like they were taking off pretty quick early on. Yeah. This guy like built this app within three days, I think. Yeah. Had it over to us. And I think the weekend I got back from my work trip in Florida, we had a working functional app from our design that, that our other, um, teammate Jenny came up with and we loved it cause we saw it on on an app for the first time after talking about it for 10 years. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. That thing was glitchy though. <clears throat> it, yeah. I it mean, definitely didn't work great. We got our $600 worth for the app. That's for sure. But <laughs> right. And that was about it. And then he just flaked on us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we liked his work. <laughs> he was all excited. So this is going to be a story about how not to start a business, I guess, but you're going to have your ups and downs. Yeah. We really liked what he was doing. He was working hard on it. He was very responsive. We paid him up front for a year's worth of maintenance. He was going to publish the app and everything. So we gave him a thousand bucks and he disappeared. Didn't hear from him for what, three weeks? He was super responsive the whole time. And then as soon as we paid him for the year up front, he was gone. Magically got arrested and yeah. got some kind of viral <laughs> infection. And he did reach out to us on two or three separate occasions since. And, um, Ironically, at one point, I think he even offered to like give us the money back and yeah. then like <laughs> ask for a Venmo account or something like that and then just never sent it and still never heard from him. So it was, I, I don't know, that was kind of a strange 
message we got from him, but it's neither here nor there. So moved on, found another developer. Didn't really work out. <laughs> kind of just leave it at that, I no, guess. We're just, right? just going to leave it there. Yeah. Uh, didn't work out. He, we, we thought he could get things done. And then we had an event scheduled at MetLife to uh, go to the Dolphins and Jets game and kind of set up a tent out there. So we were under a time crunch and he didn't like that. I was pushing him to get it done and yeah. found out the day before that couldn't really get it done. And, we were kind of stuck. So good thing is he helped us find our current developer and he's solid. Yeah. Our, our new guy's really good and he's really, he's working on an update now that's going to give us that authentic ticket feel that I think we really want and people will get excited about collecting ticket stubs again. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. And I really love, I think the original concept and I, that idea of the app is just to be able to recreate that nostalgic vibe of collecting tickets like we used to. And, you know, I understand a lot of the younger generation these days might not understand what that is because everything is digital now but um i don't think it's going to be too hard to kind of decipher the difference i think the older generation will understand where we're coming from with this and through the new redesign they'll start to get that nostalgic feel again and start to enjoy that process again but i think for the newer generation it's just you know it's just an immediate way to start collecting something because you go to these events and you you're still getting a ticket essentially you're getting a stub but it's digital and then you scan it at the gate and it kind of goes away and becomes forgotten about and then like you said talk with friends or something about an event that you've been to and then you're sitting there for five minutes scrolling through photos trying to find pictures of it and by the time you find the pictures most people are already on to the next topic and it's like kind of here or there that's basically why we got started why we're here it's been a process it's definitely been a huge learning curve starting out but it's been fun along the way i mean you know all these little things that we're doing social media and trying to figure out how to do all that that's another topic in and of itself but Finding out how bad you are at social media to yeah. get people to actually share and like yeah. your stuff. We were all excited about a giveaway we were doing for the Super Bowl, and I think it got like 10 likes. Yeah, I flaked. That was, <laughs> but hey, I mean, two people ended up with some with some free shirts and some yeah. free merch. But, you know, I mean, so we're thankful to the people that did share and like and comment and follow and whatnot. But um, absolutely. We've had a very good group initially that really likes our stuff, it seems like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, We've gotten some good feedback, and and once they kind of figure out what it is, I think that's going to be our biggest hurdle is getting people to realize, like, yeah, we're we're here to collect these ticket oh, yeah. stubs and your memories, and yeah, definitely um, finding out all the different things that you could do with it. I think that's when it's going to take off. But the hundred hundred and fifty people who have been very supportive so far have been awesome. They kind of yeah. give us a good feedback and and the negative feedback for what they want to see differently. So. And which is good too. I think that's, that's something I struggle with a lot is like, I, well, I don't struggle with it, but I feel like, you know, it's easy to just get it out in front of friends and family. And Mm -hmm. of course our closest friends and family are just going to say, oh, it's great. We love it. And you're trying to like tell them like, listen, we kind of need some negative feedback here because that's what's helping us grow it and build it. And, you know, ultimately that's kind of what we decided to do as well is like, we got, we got a base product together. And in, in no way, shape or form is it is it anywhere like where we see it, you know, in the future, like where we want it to eventually be. But I think it's important, you know, especially through talking with our developer, just letting our user base grow the app by telling us what needs to be changed or yeah. features that they want is is going to help us be more successful in the long run. So ultimately, we're we're creating a product that people want to use. We're not just making something that we want. Right. You know, as much as it started like that, I think it's it's huge to understand that, like we're trying to make something for everybody that everyone's going to want to enjoy and use so yeah definitely and i think both of our biggest thing is we want this to be perfect yeah oh yeah and understanding that it's not going to be perfect with that first release that we put out um 
and then deciding do we do we push it do we try to market it as it is or are we holding back on it a little bit because it's not perfect right and i don't know that any app that initially gets developed is so right just getting that out of your head and you know chasing the best version of the app that we can but knowing it's going to be baby steps is probably the the hardest part of this whole thing knowing knowing where we want it to go and just not getting it there yet right is, is frustrating at times but it is it keeps um, us it keeps us going though it keeps pushing you know keep pushing forward but like you said definitely definitely have to come to the realization that it's not going to happen overnight right so. just like this podcast and the two people that'll probably listen to this <laughs> <laughs> maybe three maybe, maybe get, four yeah maybe they'll get going after you know if it ever takes off and they'll come back and find this <clears> really <throat> terrible podcast <laughs> or awesome or, or awesome, awesome podcast Could yeah be. who knows yeah we'll see um I think finding some cool guests down the road, yeah, um, you know, could be could be huge for it. I think we kind of nailed what the app is and what it's going to do. So, yeah, I mean, I I think so. And um, kind of where we're going with this podcast is hopefully going to tie in with what the app is and and bringing different guests on that have experienced different events and try to get their point of view or, you know, if it ever if we ever can get an athlete on and talk about what it's like to you know, play in front of 107,000 people at Penn State or walk out of the tunnel, you know, for a fight that they're they're going to step into or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, just talking about those moments that sports and concert gives us. I don't I don't know if there's anything out there that talks about that kind of stuff. So I think it's fun to just relive those events. And um, yeah. Yeah. Just to hear an athlete's perspective will be pretty cool. Like what? Yeah. You know, like ask Tom Brady, what's what was your most memorable moment like right. in, in all of sports, like in any game you've ever played? Was it when you, you know? realized that your arm wasn't going <laughs> forward on that pass against the Raiders and you never should have won that first one? Or is that is that your favorite mm -hmm. moment, Tom? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to get him on the show one day. <laughs> He's going to hear the first podcast and be like, no, fuck you guys. I'm not coming. <laughs> That's it. We're like already our one our one chance to have the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, and he's going to listen to the first one and be like, oh, <laughs> Dolphins fan. These guys okay. are talking shit about me in the first <laughs> podcast. Probably going to lose all of Boston with this, but. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, and like, what what would you say is your most memorable moment? Um, you know, every event that you go to kind of has a story to tell, right? Yep. So, you know, I tossed around. We've gone to quite a few things, especially even together. We went to a lot of stuff, a mm -hmm. lot of events. But I think a fun one to share initially is that uh, Tigers-Yankees ALDS game. I don't even know if you remember that game that we went I to. Just, I remember that the 25 Yankee games I've been to in my life, they lost every single game. <laughs> I, I'm like the biggest <laughs> b bad luck Yankee fan ever. So I just stay away from playoff games anymore because they're going to yeah. lose if I go. But yeah, I do. Yeah, you're not you're not allowed to go, but I almost got fired from work. Coming. I did get fired from work. <laughs> <laughs> from my best friend's uh, dad. Like That's crazy. Yeah, like I, I was like coming out of high school. I don't I think I might have just been in college at that point. I don't remember, but I, it was like a yeah. part time job I had. And like, yeah, yeah. But like we, we were sitting in the computer lab at Penn State, <laughs> pouring down rain. Yep. Right. And we're just like, oh, this is a good idea to go to the Yankees game today. Not even real. So we're about what two, two and a half hours with traffic away from Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Just to give you an idea. So we were uh, we're like, all right, let's blow off this three o'clock class and <laughs> let's go out to Yankee Stadium. And at the time, I think what are we like two, three years apart? Yeah. So I was, I was working delivering food, 
uh, during the day. I used to go in in the mornings and then go to class later in the day, and um, which is fine. It was good. The day was over. We were on our way to Yankee Stadium. We park. We pay our $60, $75, whatever <laughs> it was, to park. And um, we get into the stadium, and they don't start the game because it's raining. And the game gets canceled, what, 10 minutes after we get there? Yeah. I, think. I don't even think it was raining that bad. At that I, point, no, it, wasn't it wasn't raining that bad. It it was, but yeah, that was so postponed until the next morning. Yeah. So we, we go out to the parking lot, <laughs> and we ask the parking attendant, you know, how do we get back in here tomorrow for free? Do we get a rain check? Do you give us a stub? And they, they just looked at us like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no, you're going to pay again tomorrow. Um, so that was our first, that was our first, uh, part of that experience. So we drive back home in the rain, just like, all right, what do we do tomorrow now? So I text, uh, I text my boss and say, Hey, I'm not going to make it in tomorrow. We got these Yankees <laughs> tickets and he's a Yankees fan. And I've known the guy since I'm, I don't know, eight years old, nine years old or something. I figured he would understand. I get the text back the next morning. John, we're going to have to let you go. You're fired. I'm like, (laughs) what? For one day? I was like, all right. So I guess we're going to this Yankees game. And we go out there and Curtis Granderson, I think, remembered he hit a home run. And we can never beat the Tigers back. This was like when the Yankees were good, but they kind of sucked. It was like, what, 13, 14, maybe 12, 13, 14, somewhere around that time frame. (laughs) Yeah, I'm after they went that, on, yeah. after they won the World Series, but they can never like beat Detroit or uh, Anaheim or whoever they played. So we go back out there, they get their asses kicked, and basically we spent quite a bit of money <laughs> that we didn't have because we had part time jobs and yeah. got fired from those jobs. Maybe you didn't, but I did. I and, didn't. Uh, I remember my boss was very pissed though; like he was super mad. Oh, you did the delivery of the. I was delivering furniture, like, like yeah, the rent is rental, thing or yeah, like Re- repo and delivering <laughs> furniture, and they acted as if it was like, <laughs> like, dude, sorry, like I'm not gonna be able to collect rent. I'm, I'm somebody for a day. Like you have to send somebody else, right. right? And they were they were furious, but you know, I guess that's how you know if you have part time employees, you can just get mad at them for <laughs> for no reason and fire yeah. them for whatever. But uh, yeah. but yeah, no, that was that was pretty funny. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I kind of see, and that's that's the thing. Like I forgot about that you know until you hear it again you, it right. brings it up but um yeah i mean that's having that that stub in front of me on a daily basis if i'm scrolling through i'd you know i'd remember that a lot more frequently and it would be cool to have you know i'm sure we've we took pictures and i don't even i mean yeah at that point phones were around <laughs> like thinking like were phones real big at that point but what was that 2013 um, it had to be before that because i graduated in 2010 so oh uh, so it maybe was, it- yeah, what am I saying? And you were still in school too. So like that had to be oh, like you know, 2006, 2007, yeah, right? Yeah, this was yeah. This was after their run. Yeah. And then they couldn't get over it. That was when we started. Actually, do you tour. still have the stub? The actual I'm sure you still have it probably, right? I probably do, yeah. I probably do. That could be the cover photo for this first podcast. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. But yeah, that was back. I guess there was a couple of time frames where we couldn't beat Detroit, but that was like five, six, seven, something like that. Yeah. Getting old. I've never, I've never literally, I don't think I've ever seen the Yankees win. I don't know why. I just, every game I've gone to. And we joked about it at one point. Like we went to a game and I remember you were like, yo, you're bad luck. Like, I don't even want to ask you to go to the game, but I'm here. I am asking you to go. And of course I went and they got blown out. It was like another playoff game. Like, I don't know. So I don't even, yeah, I just got to stay away. I can't bring my wife to games anymore either. (laughs) The last three games that we went to, um, we went to the Dolphins and Titans game which is basically a playoff game for the Dolphins, <laughs> drove down to Nashville. Um, they lost 38 to three. 
then we went to the Jets and Dolphins game this year and they lost like whatever, 41 to 17 or something like that. So then our last thing, we went to Disney World and went to the Magic and Lakers and they lost by like 20 points. So I'm like, you're done. You're not allowed to come to events with me anymore. My teams lose every time. Probably has nothing And you to get do in fights. Me. You get in fights with every opposing fan. No, I don't. She gets mad at you all the time. She yelled at me a little bit. <laughs> I was surrounded by Lakers fans in Orlando and it drove me nuts. And the guy behind me was an idiot. I don't know if I should be talking maybe about our customers this way at some point, but this guy was just <laughs> talking nonsense the whole game. So I'm just being a wise ass sitting next to my son being like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and then <laughs> making my comments back. But I was literally in a section surrounded by Lakers fans at a magic home game. I felt like I was in Philly. That's yeah. Only trying to bring what Philly would do to those fans back in just in the family friendly oriented Orlando, Florida. Yeah. in Disney World, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lakers fans, stop coming to Magic Games in Disney World. Dude, they're, I mean, as long as LeBron's on that team, there's going to be Lakers fans everywhere. Yeah, All right. And then I, if LeBron comes up. I already talked about one best not, of all no time. John Marantos. Quarterback. We're not even going to get into that <laughs> LeBron Jordan discussion. So don't uh, make me, Kurt. But yeah. I'm sure there's tons of memories, too, that can like probably just go on and on with different memories from sports events or concerts. Like I, I just think... Uh, to me, the most memorable event that I've ever gone to is got to be uh, Foo Fighters at Lollapalooza. Uh, and that was just poor. Like, it was just because it was pouring rain all day. Everybody canceled their sets. And with festivals like that, obviously, everyone knows if you want good seats to the main event, you're standing there all day. Like, you can't, mm -hmm. you know, you can't. There's no like, oh, I'm going to bounce around from stage to stage yeah. and see artists. Because if if that's the case, then you're going to be 50,000 people back. Right. If you want good a good spot, like you know, you're going to get there at one o'clock for an eight o'clock show and just kind of deal with whoever the hell's there. And yeah. unfortunately it was like, I think CeeLo Green and shout out CeeLo Green. <laughs> but you know, it was, I mean, there was some cool, some, I, I actually can't even remember who was there like before that. Yeah. It was like a lot of, a lot of bands and artists just kept coming out and it was, it was off and on all day. just pouring rain, mud bath. And I mean, there had to be 500 people that were just like, no, we're going to ride it out. We're going to do it. And, yeah. and I, and I think one other artist may have performed everyone else. They would send somebody out and they'd get on the mic, you know, like a roadie would come out and be like, unfortunately the band is canceling their set. We're really sorry. And like, they just canceled shows all day long, all day long. Really? And then, yeah. And then like Dave wow. Grohl, like, it, and it was up in the air. Like nobody knew what was going to happen. Like people started filing in anyway, cause they didn't cancel the entire day. Yeah. And I, uh, uh, I mean, I just, I'll never forget. Like Dave Grohl came walking out on stage and got in the mic. It was like, Little Rain never fucking hurt anybody and just start ripping playing my hero. Like just and it was like that moment I was like, holy shit, like this is about to be like the most epic thing. And yeah. people were just throwing mud all over the place. And like Taylor Hawkins just like going to town on drums and just seeing the water splash all like that's how hard it was raining on stage. At one point I'm thinking, like, I don't these guys are gonna get a lot of you to die. Like I don't I don't really know the logistics of it, but obviously, you know, here's one of the biggest rock bands in the world and they're cool with it. And Everybody else was afraid of it. And and I mean, they just put on a killer set. It was such a great show. And, you know, and it's like moments like that that I'm like, man, these are like, you can't, you'll never forget it. You right. know, it's just, right. and from that day on, like I, you know, arguably I wasn't even like a huge Foo Fighters fan. Like I liked them. I was a fan of the band, but that was like what really set it for me where I'm like, man, I love these guys. Like they're just yeah. so badass. Like, yep. but dude, they just, I mean, didn't he break his leg or something? And in the yeah, middle so of the show, yeah. like, oh, yeah. fell off and then yeah. came back out and like yep. finished the set just, and yeah. went to the hospital after. Like, 
<laughs> I mean, if he did Crazy, that, man. Little Rain's not going to stop him. But no. dude, there's nobody like that anymore. I feel like yeah, those old school like that are just like, no, we're here to perform. We're going to be here. We're yeah, you guys put on a show and that's came it. Out here to, and you know, some of these new people probably would just be like, oh, Little Rain. I'm yeah. Out of here. Oh yeah. I'm not. Um, so they don't make them the same. But yeah, but, man, that's that's like I don't know. I, I just so many so many moments and events like that and like that's kind of what hopefully everybody has moments like that that they can talk about and yeah, yeah. um and everybody can kind of get something from that like if i had you know just to see that stub is kind of cool but to also like have photos and videos attached to it yeah and just be able to like physically you know visually relive it um is is basically what the app is set out to do so uh yeah i mean you'd think everybody has the same type of memories and funny moments that you know, like you said, is going to jog your memory if you just open up the app and see it. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's always my whole idea is you, you, you go to these things to have these memories and remember all this stuff. And, you know, eventually it just gets lost in the day to day and everything else that's going on in your life. And you don't you don't think about it. So you kind of want to remember this stuff. And, um, you know, 20 years from now, I think about all the cool stuff I did 20 years ago, you know, Lincoln Park meteor my favorite album right. came out 20 years ago yeah like that anniversary is it, it's here yeah you know and yeah. it's it's and it jogged those memories of like sitting out in the circuit city parking lot after buying it and putting the cd in and <laughs> he said circuit know, city I, it, that's I, I was at circuit city that's where i got it and i i was talking to my daughter about this she's 10 and telling her like what a cassette tape was and how yeah. we used to have to listen to music and everything so you know 20 years from now we saw lincoln park I can't even tell you how many times on back-to-back nights and at different places. And, you know, that was one of the first dates with my wife was taking her to Lincoln Park concert and getting caught up in the mosh pit and kind of moving to the front. And she (laughs) stayed in the back and it kind of got bigger during One Step Closer and, you know, just remembering that kind of stuff. But, you know, 20 years from now, that's going to be 40 years. Am I going to remember all that stuff? So we just want to give people the opportunity to remember these events and the things that they go to and, you know, ultimately all the memories that go along with them is kind of why I feel so um, passionate, passionate about, it, about yeah. this app. It's Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's been something that I think both of us have always been, it's like avid event goers. And yeah. obviously there's millions and millions of people out there that are going to events, yep, yep. sporting events, whatever. But um, another quick thing too that I kind of wanted to talk about is uh, just for people that aren't, you know, like there's multiple ways to use the app, you know, major events like pro sporting events or your big concerts that we've gone to. And, um, you know, and along the process of doing this, I think ultimately that was the original idea. But as we started to develop the app and build it at one point or another, like this idea came up was like people can use this for, for like personal use as well. Yeah. Um, so like with, you know, both of us, you know, have kids, but you know, your kids now are starting to get into sports and, and do all these things where it's like, you're in all these activities. And it's also a way to store those moments too. And that's like a whole separate side of the app that, yep. you know, you can use for your kids t-ball games or whatever, like their first moments that, that as you go. And I think there's a, a huge market for that as well. And that's where we're, we're trying to like market and promote for them, for people that are, doing some of their kids and yeah. um you know even like the disney stuff you just said you were at, in disney so like you were able to basically create disney tickets every day and take the photos and videos you got from disney and day one of disney day two day three whatever yep but uh just moments that you don't want to forget and you want to remember and make a ticket for it you know and like attach something to it and it's an easy way to look back on it and remember it and always have those moments accessible right and to go along with our kind of redesign with that i think about you know, my kid 
Bryce if he makes it to like the the D or C team Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And now we can create an authentic style ticket stub for his Super Bowl game right. that he gets to play in, and he'll be able to look back on that. Yeah. You know, ten years from now when he's playing in high school or wherever he's playing, and yeah, oh yeah, I, I kind of remember that, but it's it's cool to look back on this and see what I looked like playing when I was, you know younger instead of having to go back through 10 years of of camera roll stuff or look at the cheesy pictures that they take that you know that you pay an arm and a leg for that get put in a drawer that you never look at again when the next year comes out so i know i still have like my uncle has my football videos on vhs (laughs) like he at one point i did i did bring it up to him a couple it might have been like a year or two ago and he was like oh yeah i'm in the process of like digitizing them and you know i still haven't seen them but i'm i'm definitely curious to see what they look like i know the quality is going to be terrible but it's just funny to think too, like when your son's 30, what is the technology going to be then? Right. Cause I just can't see to me, digital is digital. Like it doesn't get better. You know, I don't know. Like right, maybe, right. maybe when we went from VHS to DVD, people said the same thing, but yep. I, I just don't see where else, you know, VR I'm sure is going to, but that's still digital. So like you're yeah. not, there, there's no, there's no more to it. So I feel like digital is here to stay. It's going to be around for a long time. Quality might get better. I mean, could get better. I don't know. It'll be funny, funny to, listen back to this in 30 years and yeah right i can't believe we said that <laughs> i can't believe i said it's not going to get better pretty soon we just think about it and it'll just somehow store in your brain there's just so many ways that it can go and and i think we're trying to channel all that and yeah again like you said it's it's a it's a process there's definitely a huge learning curve to the app itself but hopefully you know everybody kind of got an idea of where we're coming from with it and what we want everyone to achieve from it and get out of it so yeah i think hopefully this helps you know, kind of give a better paint, a better picture of what the app is going to be for you guys rather than what we can do on social media and a quick post. Right. Um, so yeah. And then going forward with this podcast, hopefully this is more of what it is and talking about these funny events and sharing these funny moments and stuff like that with you guys. And, you know, hopefully you have some of your own, bring some of you guys on to talk about it. Yeah. And even keep people updated on the status of the, you know, I think it's like, it's also cool to kind of see how it's all coming together, you know, like letting people in on the struggles and Yep. You know, trials and tribulations and everything else. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so we have some cool ideas, you know, coming forward and it's going to make it happen, I guess. Yeah, sounds good. Hopefully <laughs> we'll be back for episode two. Oh, we have to be. We yeah, we will. Be. We have no choice. Yeah, we will be. Even if you guys don't listen to this or for the two people that are going to listen, just we'll be back next week. It'll be like my Twitter account, just talking, <laughs> way, just talking to myself on Twitter. <laughs> we'll just talk to ourselves on Apple Podcasts, I guess. But There you go. We can just be our own two listeners. Yeah. When we have two, that'll be it. And just be, yeah, I'm just going to listen to this over and over all week on my way to work. <laughs> my 30 hour drive or my 30 minute drive to work every day is going to be this podcast. Yeah. And you'll be like, that's what I sound like. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. That's it. All right. That's we hit it. 30 minutes. So cool. Thanks for listening. Maybe. Thanks all everyone. Right. Yeah. Bye. Bye.